What if I told you loving yourself could change your life? It can, and I know from experience. I'm Lauren, and this is the Love Yourself Inside Out podcast. Everyone is worthy of self-love and guilty of letting others develop narratives about you. It's time to shut that down and own your narrative. Let's cut out the negativity and let yourself shine. It's never too late to love yourself inside out. listeners, it's Lauren and you're listening to another episode of the Love Yourself Inside Out podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. Can you believe we are in February already? I mean, how did January go by so quickly? I feel like time is flying and not at the same time. It's just crazy, but in the full swing of 2024. I hope 2024 has been, you know, doing well for you and like just giving you everything you were looking for. Um, if you're into the whole numbers thing, it is supposed to be a year of like action and things because, um, two plus two equals four plus four equals eight. So in the year, you know, of, if you're adding the numbers of 20 or like two, zero, Two, four together, it equals eight. So that, you know, is supposed to be a very powerful year. Things are supposed to be coming together. Um, if you're into all of that. And so I hope the year is treating you right. I can't believe we had such an amazing episode um, last week where there was free coaching advice from Mrs. Jennifer Daly and at Cheer Daily on Instagram. So I hope you were working through the amazing tip she gave. I'm not going to reshare them right here because you definitely should go listen to the episode if you are interested, but she is one powerful woman, an amazing coach. And the recommendation she gave of how to like really focus on your year and kick it off in a right way. So good and such a positive thing. And this is most definitely still the year of me. So I will be talking about that throughout episodes um, and everything. And if you're joining me on that journey, I hope you're making changes that are benefiting you. I definitely have done so. Um, I got a haircut yesterday that totally different than what I had been doing, but kind of representing the change I'm doing this year with focusing on the year of me and I got bangs. I got curtain bangs. I did a 70s-esque style haircut. Um, Yeah, I just went for it. And actually, I think I might use it as my podcast image on social. So if you see an image of like barely no makeup in the car, (laughs) that is me with my new haircut. I got it cut much shorter. Um, Not like super short, but it was pretty long. Like I had been growing it super, super long for the pageants. Um, but I got it cut to like my collarbone and so definitely shorter than what it was, but I needed something fresh. I needed something new. I love bangs. I know, I know the society out there (laughs) where bangs are always get this bad rap, but I have loved them every time I've had them, except maybe when I did those huge, you know, like could fit my arm or like a soda can through my bangs in high school. They were really super crispy and like curled under. I don't know if you all remember that style. Those were probably the ones I didn't really like, (laughs) 
But for the most part, as an adult, I would say when I have had the 90 side sweatbang or if I've had, um, you know, them with different haircuts, I've always loved my face with a bang. I really don't, I don't like it as much when I don't have one because I feel like my hair with the, um, frizziness that it has and like the texture it has. I have a little bit coarse hair that gets really frizzy really easily. I just feel like if I always just wear it straight and with no bang, it like, it kind of just goes out in a triangle shape. And so I don't love that a lot. So I went back and I got a haircut that I was like, you know what? I'm going for it. I love it. Such a change. And it's amazing what something like that, like a, as simple as a haircut can do. My husband was like, I can just see it on your face that you just feel so much brighter and better. Um, and my hairstylist actually was like, wow, you look just so much brighter. I think it was something I truly needed more than I realized was to just invest in myself in a different way and do something that was truly just for me. I didn't give my husband any heads up that that was coming. He knew I was going in, you know, color retouch and all of that. But yeah, I just went for it. I found it online and I was like, you know, I think I could rock this. And now I have it and I'm loving it, giving me a new reason to want to style my hair. Because in all honesty and all truth, I have not come out of the 2020 COVID funk of not doing my hair. I got in a, in a habit then of, for a while, I let it go curly and tried that whole thing, but I just, it's not for me. It never has been. There have been spurts where, yes, I've worn my hair naturally curly with tons of mousse in high school, um, but I've never really loved that look on me. I love it on others, but I don't feel like my hair does what theirs does when I see it, so I'm like, yeah, if my hair looked more like that, maybe I could do it. <laughs> or if it curled that way, you know, part of my hair doesn't, it's like I have curly hair, but it doesn't curl all the way, meaning like some parts stay straight. So it's very challenging for me um, in that way because I can't get it to all just be uniform. So that's why I don't really wear it that way a ton. But during COVID, I started that. Then I started just like not doing my hair. Like there was this whole, here, let me just wear it wet and throw it up in a bun. And when I was really trying to grow it out for pageants, like heat and, you know, I used to be a big flat iron user, um, blow dryer the whole bit all the time, every day frying my hair. And it wasn't growing as long. And then when I started pageants and I was trying to grow my hair out longer, I was like, well, I could go back to really styling it and damaging it, or I could just let it be. So I have become this let me throw it back in a bun. Or if I do blow dry that I'm like, I don't flat iron it. So I'm like, let me just throw it back in a ponytail. And I'm like, what was the point of even spending the time blow drying it? Because it's just the same thing. So I told my hairdresser too yesterday, I was like, I need, I need to like pull myself from not even wanting to do my hair at all, because I used to love to do my hair. I, I did. I loved doing all of it. And I'm like, I haven't for years, like, or on rare occasion, I have done it, but I don't know. It is something that I just can't bring myself to do. And so now I have to write like the haircut I got, I need to style and do all that. And I want to, so I don't know. I feel like I'm coming out of some sort of 
a funk. Like I just haven't wanted to do a ton of stuff lately, or I think I've just been overwhelmed and maybe this is me like, I don't know, taking a pause and just like resetting, but I am allowing myself to like do that and really, you know, get back to where I'm finding joy in doing all these things. Like I'm excited to do my hair now. Like before I was not, I was like, oh gosh, what a pain, right? (laughs) What a pain. Um, But I am like, you know what? No, you're moving past this. And I will say, you know, I've been working with um, Coach Desiree on the whole like nutrition and walking update there. The nutrition, yes, some days I nail it a million percent and it's amazing and I like it. But, you know, there's still a lot going on or a lot that I'm working through emotionally and I'm an emotional eater. So there are a lot of days I am off plan. So there's no perfection going on over here with that. But this last week I made sure to hit my walking or like step school every single day, which is requiring me to get up and walk you know, in the mornings or before work or after work or whatever, because during the day I said a lot with being at a desk job, right? Even if I try to get up and walk a few steps and whatever throughout the day or through the building, if I'm in the office, like it still doesn't get me to where I'd like to be because, you know, I need to like actually get up and go on a walk. Um, so I made sure to do that and I can just tell like it made me feel better. Like even just a small step of hitting my steps or like getting up and doing it just made me feel more, I don't know, just a little more energy, a little more excitement, a little more like, you look at this, you're doing something awesome for yourself. So I don't know, just take it for what it is. Like go through your year of me, just really focusing on the small wins and victories and figuring out what it is that you want or what is like that best movement for you. And no, you don't have to do it perfectly. Um, We've talked about perfection many times on this and that none of us, well, we're all perfectly imperfect, right? And we're all super unique and things are going to go differently for each of us. And so, I don't know, sitting at the salon yesterday, uh, going back to that, I've been reading, well, as you all know, I met Lauren Graham, um, gosh, maybe in November. Wow. See, time is flying. We're already in February. It was later November though. Like I want to say just before Thanksgiving, um, on her book tour. And it was so cool to see her for just those like five minutes. I got to one-on-one with the picture and then a quick to her uh, for the VIP experience. Yes, I paid for it and I was so excited I did. She is one that definitely like if somebody asks like, who do you want to have, you know, if you could have dinner with whoever, it's like Reese Witherspoon, Lauren Graham, and yes, Britney Spears. (laughs) Uh, Those are my three kind of go-to people, but I am so excited I got to meet her because she's just so genuine and lovely and like, so of in my true fashion. So I have her books. So I bought the rest of her books and I am reading them in order. And I took one of shorter ones, um, with me to the salon yesterday. Cause I was like, you know, I can read through this while my color is processing. Um, 
And her, the first book I read of hers is amazing. So highly recommend if you have not read her, if you like Gilmore girls, if you like her as, you know, those characters, which I think Lorelai is very similar to her in real life. Yes, there are differences, but you can feel a Lorelai energy coming from her naturally. Um, her books are just as fun and bright and hilarious and quick and, you know, <clears throat> just, they're just a lot of great energy coming out of them and very positive um, and uplifting vibes. So if you're looking for a fun book, but learning about her and her life, like go for it. So I took this one book into the salon and it's in conclusion, don't worry about it. Um, and it's a speech that she had been writing to give at her high school once she had graduated, right? Coming back and speaking at a commencement ceremony, but it turned into a little bit more in this book, right? It's longer than a commencement speech, but the whole book is about, you know, your future is going to change. Things are going to be shifting as you go. Not everything needs to be done to this perfection that you thought or what other people think for you. And that's just the theme of the year of me and my mind, right? Of figuring out what you want as you're going through life and really making sure you're living up to your standards and your expectations and not what others are putting on you if they're, if it, that's not something you want to own, right? Sometimes somebody may be like, oh, here's a goal for you. And you're like, actually, yeah, that is a goal I have for myself. And you're like, I'm going to lean into that. But sometimes you're getting these things and you're like, I don't want that. That's not resonating with me. It's not something that I want to do. And it's like, that's when you need to, you know, tweak it, make it yours. Tell them no in a nice way. Like, that doesn't align with me. Here's what my goals are. And, you know, in some conversations and things when you're realizing something doesn't align or you have to step away from something or you're shifting, right? You don't owe an explanation. It is your life. You can just say, hey, this isn't working for me right now. I need to step away. And it's as simple as that. And it's as graceful as that. And there's no, you're not giving anything you know, negative or talking bad or any of that. You're just, Hey, it's not for me right now. Appreciate it. Thank you. Um, so, so many things, but her whole little book here, which it's not super many pages, you can read through it super quick, but it's all about this, you know, exploring and changing and growing and figuring out what it is you truly want. And so I'm going to read you a little excerpt from her book because I think it just nails the sentiment of what we've talked about on this podcast over the last, you know, all these episodes the last year. We've talked about this time and time again, but she says it so perfectly and I just love Lauren Graham and her style. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to read a little bit from her book so you can all kind of think about this and interpret it in your own way. But she says, don't wait until you're on Broadway or until you reach the Olympics or until you're a CEO of a major company. Don't wait until you're the president of something or for the day when your life looks perfect to you and everyone you know. As I like to say, have no fear of perfection. You'll never reach it. Just kidding. That's a quote from Salvador Dali. I do however, like to tell people, especially regarding writing and deadlines, don't be perfect, just be done. 
which is yet another way of saying, don't worry so much. Love yourself and what you're doing, even if you're not yet at the place you hope to land. Let the joy be the thing that drives you, and I bet you'll get there faster. Give yourself permission to make mistakes. Those mistakes are as valuable as the triumphs. If you free yourself from having to be right, you'll open so many doors. You might choose classes that interest you rather than ones you're supposed to take. You might carry a book with you that isn't something you're required to read for school. You might try something new, like, say, taking a three-day spinning instructor certification class and change your direction entirely. And why not? Your job doesn't define you. Your bravery and kindness and gratitude do. Even without any big accomplishments, yet to your name, you are enough. Whether you have top billing or you're still dancing in the back row, you are enough just as you are. In conclusion, don't worry about it. You already have the most and you're already one of the best. So I know this speaks about school and books and changing courses there, but insert work, insert, you know, that certification you wanted, insert that dream you had for yourself. Her words are so powerful and really hit home that you are truly perfect the way you are. There are so many opportunities ahead and things and decisions you can make. And sure, go get that certification for something you've been wanting to do on the side or try it out and see. Maybe it could be a career switch and a full-time thing. Maybe you're dabbling in you know, doing something on the entrepreneurial side while you're in corporate right now and you're going to make the switch in the future and you don't even know it yet. Or maybe you're on the entrepreneurial side and you realize, you know, hey, I just want to do something else and you're switching into a corporate thing. You know, I'm sure that happens too, even though I don't know anyone who's done it, but you know, there is no right or wrong. There is no final. This is the only path you can take. You are allowed to make edits to your life and choose the things that are going to make you feel amazing. And she is so right about not needing to be the top or the best of the best, or, you know, you may not become CEO ever if that's not what you want to do. Like your goal doesn't have to be, let me become the CEO of the company. I can give an example, like forever. I was like, I'm going to be VP. I'm going to be the VP. Like since a young age, like around 11, I started telling myself, you're going to become the VP. And guess what? I'm not a VP yet. I don't know if I still want to be the VP. I don't know if that's in my path or not yet. I have to fully make up my mind on that, but I am taking my power back from my younger self who has put this expectation on myself of I needed to be this since so young. That's the narrative I've told myself. And I was realizing like, maybe that's not what I'm meant to be. Maybe I'm meant to have a different position, but do all these things on the side that also are so fulfilling. Like my goal that I had set for myself when I was younger, never took into consideration that maybe I was going to have passions on the side and that I was going to be doing a podcast or that I would compete in a pageant or that I would, you know, do the triathlons and do do athlons I used to do, or that I would, you know, just try all these different activities and 
things to just see what I could do, what I can accomplish and where I can go. The younger part of me that felt like I needed to match this corporate goal because, you know, I saw my dad being a VP. I saw other people that he was around having these high ranking positions. And it was like, I never took into consideration what my whole life would look like. I'd always just narrowly focused in and been like, this is the goal you have. This is how you're doing it. You're going, you're going, you're going. And it's only been until recently, like in the last few years that I've even allowed myself to think about what that would be if I didn't do that. And maybe director, senior director is my end game. I don't know. You know, I, I still need to figure that out, but I never let myself consider that ever once of what it was if it wasn't that. And so I am doing that. I am considering, I'm looking at everything. Do I want a slower paced life? Do I want a faster paced life? Do I want to be in a million activities? Do I want to narrow in on a few things? I don't know. Maybe this year I'll be slower and focusing just on the year of me and like resetting, you know, from my core outward. And then next year, maybe I'll dive into it all again and be like super crazy busy. I don't know yet, but I don't have to know because I get to take the time to figure it out. What's right for me? What's the best expectation for me from myself? And I'm definitely going to look at it differently than the 11-year-old me did. The 11-year-old me just was like, you need to be big and powerful. Well, big and powerful can be so different in so many different ways. And I am learning that there is no right or wrong and that I don't have to have a specific thing because I'm proud of where I'm at right now. And I'm just going to navigate this and figure it out the best way I know how that I'm operating with joy and being excited and happy about the things I'm doing. I'm bringing back joy to all areas of my life and just really leaning into like, if it's not making me happy, why am I doing it? Or if it doesn't feel right or sit right, listen to that gut of yours, everyone. I know you have it and you know it works. Don't ignore it because often when you do, that's when you're like, shoot, should have listened to my gut. But it's like, I'm listening to my gut and I am leaning into where it is because it's always been a reliable guide. And sometimes, you know, you just blow it off. You're like, nope, I've got this. I know this better than you do. <laughs> and then you're like, dang it, dang it. So that's what I'm doing. Lean into your life and figure out what is joyous, what is bringing you happiness, where do you want to focus your time. In some ways, we have finite time, right? Like there is an end to all of this. So it's like, what is it that's going to make you shine and sparkle and feel brighter? And, you know, just like everyone said yesterday with my haircut, like you just look brighter and happier. And I was, I could feel it. I still am. Um, I'm like, yep, that was a great move. It made me shine a little more because I felt so dull and moppy. I felt like my hair looked like a mop because I just wasn't doing anything with it. So I shed the moppiness at the salon yesterday and, you know, here I am shining brighter and feeling great about the decision I made and excited. I didn't consult with anyone before doing it, uh, obviously the hairdresser, but I didn't like run hey, I think I'm going to get my hair cut now. I was like, this is for me. Nobody else needs to know until I make my decision. So 
take back your power, reset your expectations based on where you truly want to go, and let yourself shine this year. Hey guys, remember, as Lauren Graham says, in conclusion, don't worry about it. Everything's going to work out just the way it's meant to be. Keep dreaming of possibilities and let yourself shine. All right, everyone, join me next week for another amazing episode. We do have another guest coming up this month, too. I'm so excited because she is going to talk about just the work she does with helping transform people for days and making them just look their best for special memories and all the stuff that comes around with it. I'm not going to say exactly. Well, her name's Kay Castro. She is a makeup artist and uh, does hair. And she did my makeup and hair for my photo shoot back in August or July, actually, when I did that last year. Um, But she made me feel like a rock star for the day. And she's just a super bright, positive person who is doing so much good. So I'm excited for that interview coming up later this month. But so many episodes are on the way. So tune in next week. Have a wonderful week. That was your weekly dose of self-love with me, Lauren. Want more? Tune in next week and connect with me on Instagram at Mrs. Lauren Elizabeth Jones. Send me a DM. Let me know what you want to hear, what you think, and we'll talk about it all. Join me on the next Love Yourself Inside Out podcast.